Hey, we're going to welcome into the program Ben Carlisle from BleedTechBlue.com and Sports Talk Radio 97.7. Hey, Ben, first of all, thanks for your time. We appreciate it, and welcome to the program. Absolutely, yes. Thanks for having me on today. So for, we, we started hearing some rumblings a little bit on Monday and, and, and kind of heated up a little bit yesterday. Did you see this coming, or, or were you kind of blindsided by all of this? No, I think we got wind of it. I believe it was Sunday night. Tech ended up having a team meeting, and uh, you know, you never know how these things are going to go or going to shake out, especially in the world of COVID. But uh, yeah, it was unfortunate, obviously, for both teams uh, not having the opportunity to play each other. And you know, a game that was really looked forward to from a Tech perspective to get a chance to go on the road and play a quality Baylor team. But, uh, yeah, we heard, we heard the rumors starting Sunday night. We, we started to feel a little better Monday afternoon, Monday evening. But, of course, things really shifted Tuesday night with the postponement. Have you had a chance to, to visit with Coach Holtz and, and, and get his response and, and, and his feelings at this point? Yeah, I've, I, you know, we've had the opportunity to talk to him throughout fall camp, and he met with the media yesterday. He'll meet with them again today. And I think he would probably feel the same way most coaches do across the country. It's just – some frustration, obviously, with everything that you're dealing with off the field, trying to get ready for a season. I think the big thing, and what I'm sure you guys have talked about as well, is the contact tracing is the things that that are really going to be tough to overcome and things that might need to be looked at as we go forward. But will those rules change? Will they not change? I, I don't know the answers to that, and I'm sure you all don't as well. But I think the biggest issues that Tech's having from their side of things, I know it was reported the Tech had 38 positive tests, but I think that number is actually when you include all the guys caught up in contact tracing. So I think it's just the overall frustration of what it took to get to this point. You think you're finally in game week. You get an opportunity to really strap it on and get after it on Saturday, and you don't get that opportunity, and you have to wait another week. So what does next week look like for the Bulldogs? Or when are they looking at getting back out there and actually playing a game? Yeah, from what I'm hearing right now, they're looking to get back on the practice field today, you know, obviously with limited numbers, and they're set to open their season next weekend uh, in conference play with Southern Miss. Uh, I know Southern Miss has one game under its belt uh, against South Alabama last Thursday, so we'll see. I think, you know, from what I've been talking to uh, last night and into today, some folks are pretty optimistic that uh, Tech's going to get some guys back. I know they think they're going to get eight to ten guys back today. Uh, another 15 to 20 guys next week. So uh, hopefully uh, they get to open their season next week at Southern Miss. We are visiting with uh, Ben Carlisle from bleedtechblue.com and Sports Talk Radio 97.7. So so he, on our end, we're hearing that, you know, they're going to take a look and see if there's a possibility of putting this game back together uh, at, at a later date. From your perspective, do you think that's even feasible? Yeah, I think that's the big question. I think it's going to be really difficult. Obviously, I don't think any bye weeks match up with one another. And, you know, the Big 12 has their scheduling that they set up to play conference only. I know they wanted to play their non-conference games either on the 12th or the 19th. And, obviously, the game won't get played either those two weekends. So, it'll be tough to make dates match up. But, I mean, I know from my point of view, I don't think it'll get made up this year, potentially in another year if the two teams can agree to something. It's just going to be so difficult in the world that we're living in right now. Do you want to take out a bye week that you might have down the road, knowing that you might need it for a conference game at some point? 
I know football right now is the main point, but as a former baseball player there at Law Tech, I know y'all's baseball stadium was tore up by the tornado. What's the status of that, and when are they looking at being able to play in it? Yeah, it's rolling along. Uh, I know they're really excited about things. It's set to open up for the 2021 season. I know Coach Lane Burroughs uh, entering his, I believe it's his fifth season in Ruston, has 37 home games on the docket. So they're really excited to open that thing up. It's going to be one of the premier ballparks in Conference USA and you know maybe even across the country. Uh, it was an unfortunate event with the tornado about 18, 20 months ago. Uh, but but things have been rebuilt. They're also building a new softball stadium and soccer facility. So uh, a lot of big things happening here in Ruston. So I know, well, this game was going to be nationally televised, and y'all have a couple more down the road that are going to be nationally televised with, you know, and y'all traditionally wouldn't be getting those if the Pac-12 and the Big Ten are still going to play. So how is that going to benefit y'all going forward from a recruiting standpoint? No, I think it's huge. I think, you know, when you look at the Big Ten and the Pac-12 not playing, it, it will obviously – open up some premier TV slots. I think the Southern Miss game set for a 630 kick mm-hmm. on ESPN2. And so I think Tech really took advantage last year in the bowl game. You get a 330 kick uh, on ESPN against Miami, and obviously they won that game to win 10 games for the first time since 1984. And they're really just looking to continue to build on their recent string of success uh, that Holtz has brought to Ruston six straight bowl wins and really trying to take it to that next step to really potentially compete uh, for that G5 spot in an access bowl. Hey, hey Ben, uh, come on, you can tell us now that now that the, the game's off. Was it going to be the kid or was it going to be the veteran that was going to play quarterback? I think the kid was going to get the start, but I ultimately think that the veteran, Luke Anthony, obviously you guys have seen him at Abilene Christian when they traveled down to Waco a couple of years ago. I think ultimately he wins the quarterback job once things get going, but I would imagine – uh, that Allen will get the first snaps in the first game. Hey, we appreciate your time today. Ben Carlisle from BleedBlueTech.com uh, and Sports Talk Radio 97.7 in Ruston. Hey, thanks for the time, and, and we'll catch up with you soon. Absolutely, guys. Y'all have a good one.